Welcome to the latest episode of the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast with Kyle Neptune, presented by Hartford Funds. Join us as we go behind the scenes with the Villanova Wildcats, highlighting the athletes, alumni, and friends who have helped create one of the elite traditions in college basketball. Now let's talk Villanova basketball with head coach Kyle Neptune. Welcome to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast with Coach Kyle Neptune, presented by Hartford Funds. And it's our second episode of the podcast, Coach, and uh, I'll uh, turn it over to you to introduce our first guest of this show. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Um, first guest uh, will be Jordan Longino, the man, the myth, the legend. Jordan, what's up, my man? How you doing? Doing good, Coach. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Let's let's go right into it, man. Like one of the things I respect about you the most is that you are not only a great basketball player in high school, you were a big time football player as well. Um, Just talk about what it's like going through high school and being a two sport athlete and and, 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 in both sports being really good, by the way. Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of positives, uh, but also obviously some some negatives. I think first I'll start with the positives. I mean, I think um, my whole life I've played football and basketball, uh, both at a high level. Uh, I think just my competitive nature uh, kind of helps me with in both sports, even though they're different. I think, you know, they're the same as far as, you know, team building and building chemistry and being able to lead, you know, a group of guys, you know, on the court and on the field. So I think that is a positive that has helped me in both sports. Um, definitely, I think a negative, though, has been – you know, all my life in the fall time, I've been focused on, you know, playing football and I'm the quarterback. So that's learning plays, watching film, getting ready for games. And then right after the fall season of football ends, I go right into high school um, basketball. And then in the summer, I go to AU and then the kind of the cycle continues. So I don't really get as much time as some other athletes get that are focused on one sport as far as like working out and getting your body in shape. Because obviously, you know, you have to be different types of shape to play basketball you do football uh, so I think uh dealing with that has definitely been you know a struggle at times uh especially coming to college um you know because this is like a job uh and that's something that you know most guys might be used most guys might be used to uh, and I'm not really that used to but uh I definitely think it's been more of a positive than a negative overall for me can, can you talk about this the transition um like you're in a you're in a season you're playing football towards the end you know you're going straight to basketball just talk to me about like mentally and then physically just changing your mind to now playing basketball just talk to me what that's like please absolutely uh yeah I mean there's definitely have to be you know a mental shift uh you know because football is you know, a mentally draining sport especially the position I was at quarterback um you know every night every every Saturday and every Friday um I would go out there on the field you know with my brothers and my coaches and you know, you practice a whole week uh, for one game. So anytime you play that one game, you're giving it your all. Uh, so that can obviously be mentally draining. And then, like you said, going into basketball, knowing I have to start a high school season, and I might be behind the ball, you know, at the start of the season, most guys who have been working out and getting ready for the season, you know, all fall, all summer. And I've been on the fo- on the field playing football. It's definitely hard to wrestle with at times. But uh, I think I just tried to, you know, during the football season, uh, trying to get extra shots and try to get you know extra workouts in around keeping my body healthy, you know, to play on Fridays or football. Uh, kind of like going through that my whole high school career, 
uh, you eventually kind of get used to it, but obviously playing at the college level, I would say playing two sports would be a very difficult task playing against the guys you're playing with every day in practice for basketball. So high school, you can kind of get away with it, um, you know, because I feel like I was a little more talented than everybody in high school, so I could get away with it. But in college, it would definitely be hard to make that shift. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. And so, you know, you're going through your your uh, high school career and uh, eventually you have to make a decision on what, what you're going to do. Uh, are you going to play football? Are you going to play basketball? Are you going to try to go play both one place? Like, what was that decision-making process like? Yeah, I mean, I think I just leaned on, obviously, my family a lot, uh, the people that I'm close with, like, as far as coaches and, you know, teammates and friends. Um, but I think when I was a freshman and sophomore, I, I was, you know, 14, 15. I was like, oh, I could definitely play both in college. Like, it's not like – I love them both, so it was like I could definitely play both. Um, and then when recruiting started for – uh, both sports uh, I started getting recruited for football before basketball when I was a sophomore um, I was leading honestly I was leaning more towards football because that's just kind of you know what came first in my mind um, and then obviously when I was a uh, towards the end of my sophomore season leaning into my junior season I started getting recruited highly for basketball too so then it was kind of like like you said like oh like how am I gonna like which one am I gonna pick you got to make a choice uh, and I sat down with my parents um, you know my dad you know mentioned to me say you know which one you know do you have passion for most? Which one do you love most? Uh, which is a tough question to ask, you know, a young kid who has played both sports at a high level his whole life. Um, but for me, you know, just really you know, sitting by myself and thinking about it, you know, basketball is always the one that I had the passion for and the one that I love the most. Um, and that's what was going to take me farthest. My dad told me, you know, as far as decision making, you know, because you can't play you know, college football or college basketball, not love it or not have passion for it because eventually, you know, it's just you're going to get burned out for how much we play, how much we practice. Um, so that was kind of how I made my decision to play basketball, uh, you know, and leave football behind. Obviously, I still love watching football, but not basketball is where my, where my passion is and my love is. Uh, you, made, you made your decision. Uh, you went all in uh, uh, on basketball. You end up at Villanova. Um, can you just talk to me uh, about your first year about in college basketball and what that was like? Uh, I would say when I first came in uh, to Villanova, honestly, like being a local guy, I've guys like Alvin Williams, who was here, you know, you know, many moons ago. Uh, he was a, a basketball player at my high school before, you know, I was obviously at at the school. So, he gave me advice and kind of tips. But then again, like you never really know what you're getting yourself into. You kind of can just prepare as much as you know you can coming out of high school. So for me, when I got here in the summer, it was like, like clearly like I had never worked this hard or never played this much basketball in my life, uh, obviously being a two-sport athlete. So that's just something I had to get used to, uh, just the work, the practices, the getting up early to lift, the, the treatment after practices, uh, you know, I'm just used to, you know, practicing, working out maybe like once a day, twice a day, and then, you know, going home, doing whatever you know, a normal kid would do. Um, I think when I got here, just learning, you know, how to make this my job, make this my profession, uh, was something that that first year kind of really helped me with. And obviously having older guys on the team, like, you know, Kyle and Jermaine and uh, obviously Slate, Caleb, Eric, even Archie, uh, those guys just kind of helped me. And I think they saw that. Okay, we're gonna have to, you know, teach Jordan, you know, how to be, you know, how to make this his job, how to make this something that he has to focus on, you know, on and off the court. Um, so that's something I struggled with at first. 
I think I still make trying to improve in that area. Um, but definitely that first year was just a shock and um, a learning experience as far as taking care of myself and taking care of my body on and off the court okay. and really honing in. Yep. All right. Uh, w- could you tell me one uh, thing that stood out to you that freshman year um, just on the court, like your, your fondest memory from that year? Fondest memory. Um, I think for me, it was definitely we played uh, Providence uh, away and during the Big East uh, in conference play. We played them away. And I remember I was talking to Jermaine in the days leading up before that game. Uh, and we were the two hot, most highly ranked teams as far as the AP polls in the Big East Conference. So it was a big game that everybody knew it was sold out, you know, days leading up. Uh, Coach Wright talked about it in practice, but, you know, this program we talk about, you know, every game, you know, we're doing, we're playing the same way, nothing changes. Uh, but just in talking to Jermaine, like, in the locker room days before, he's like, you know, he's told me, like, you're going to see, like, you know, what the Big East is really about, you know, in this game. And I was like, oh, okay, like, kind of like brushing it off, like, okay, like, obviously not know what I'm, you know, about to see. And then we get there, and last year I was the first guy for my shoot around warm ups, so I would go out first. Me and Brian Antoine would go out first and shoot. So we got a first taste of, you know, what the crowd was like, uh, what the environment was like. And I remember me and BA walk out, and like, you just, I can't hear any, I just can't hear anything. And this is, you know, a couple hours before the tip off. And I'm like, I'm looking at BA, like, he's like, yeah, like, look at me, like, yeah, this is, this is what it is. It's like, it's serious. So uh, we go back in, tip-off starts. And, like, that whole game, it's just the intensity I saw, you know, on our guys and even their guys' faces, uh, the competitiveness they play with, the physicality they play with. Um, me, you know, being on the bench, being able to soak that in. You know, and just feel the energy that, you know, our guys will play with in the, passion to something that I think that was my fondest memory from last year for sure that's awesome that's awesome man and and you you know as, as the year went on you, you started being like one of the uh main one uh, a major contributor especially towards the end of the season um just talk to me about what that path was like um from the beginning of the year to towards the end of the year where you really start to contribute yeah I mean I think uh towards the start of the year uh it was kind of just learning, you know, honestly how to play defense and rebound at this level. Uh, you know, coming out of high school, um, you're probably asked to do more offensive than you are defensively, just being, you know, a highly talented, uh, highly talented guy, you know, in high school. So I really didn't know what, you know, play defense and how to be physical and how to really rebound at this level yet. So I think going through last year at the start of the season where uh, I saw minutes here and there, got on the court, you know, came out, you know, make a dumb freshman mistake on defense and not know where in and they could take it out. And going through those, you know, hardships and, you know, the older guys leaving me and helping me, you know, on and off the court, uh, watching extra film with, with G um, defensively and learning the, the concepts offensively. And then towards, I would say, like, you know, we got to the end of the Big East and towards Big East, uh, the Big East tournament. Um, I started to see myself really start to really kind of get comfortable out there. And the game started slowing down for me, you know, as a, Early, it was like I was out there, my head was just spinning. Like, we were playing a game, and there'd be, you know, two screens coming from my left, and then another action on my right to try to disguise those two screens. And I was just like looking around, like, you know, what's going on out here? Everything's going, everything's moving like <laughs> faster, faster than expected. Uh, but 
you know, as I got more reps in practice and more reps, even in games, towards that, like I said, towards the Big East tournament, I really felt like, okay, the game's starting to slow down for me. I'm really starting to uh, be more comfortable out there on the court. I think that's when I was able to contribute and help the team, uh, you know, get some, you know, wins. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then just, you know, towards the end of the season, obviously you had an injury, um, but the team, you know, comes together in the end, uh, ends up making a run all the way to the final four. Can you just talk about, you know, just being a part of something uh, that special? Yeah. Uh, and I think last year, I remember at the start of the season, uh, if you look at, you know, the win and lose column, we started off some very tough losses. I remember UCLA, uh, you know, we were up, you know, late, and then we, you know, end up losing that game. Uh, look at Purdue, uh, again, up up, or up early and late, and then we ended up, you know, falling to Purdue, uh, looking at the Baylor win. I mean, the Baylor loss, um, we, we struggled that game. Um, Creighton, you know, the first game of the Big East, um, you know, they kind of gave it to us and pushed us in the mouth early in that game and for that whole night. Um, so just kind of that team last year, I would say guys like Colin and Jermaine, uh, and Justin just at the helm really just were resilient guys. And, you know, in turn, I think it just trickled down the team. Like we all just felt like, you know, we got something here, even though, you know, it might not be going our way towards the, you know, at the early part of the season, we stayed, you know, stuck to our habits, um, you know, kept playing, you know, Villanova basketball, defending, rebounding, you know, we had pride, uh, you know, in what we do. Um, we knew uh, the whole season that we want to be the best team we could be by the end of the year. And I think, you know, you saw that uh, definitely in the Big East tournament and we got in the tournament. Um, you know, we had those older guys and we had the guys, you know, as far as Archie, B.A. and me coming off the bench, guys that just going to go out there and just, you know, you know, make, make things ugly and get, you know, kind of play as hard as they can, you know, until for, for the whole 40 minutes. And I think the reason, like, going to the Final Four, obviously I was hurt, but still being in that environment and still seeing, you know, what that meant for the older guys and what that meant to, you know, even just the Nova Nation and even to the people watching um, was just something that I can't even, it's hard to describe. Like, I, for example, I remember we had our first practice in the Superdome um, before we played the next day. And coach kind of gave us a little speech pep talk before the game. Um, and he broke down in tears. Uh, I think he broke down in tears just looking at the older guys like Colin and Jermaine who you know, have been in the program, who had given it their all the whole season, you know, and they're about to go out, you know, especially for their last, you know, one of their last practices and could be their last game here, you know, in the Villanova Jersey. Um, and just seeing the emotion in everybody's eyes and what this meant to them was something that, you know, I'll never forget, you know, something that I definitely soaked in you know, obviously being out with an injury. Um, and then just the whole, you know, game itself, you know, looking in the crowd and, you know, they we filled up a football stadium, which is kind of crazy, but uh, like you're literally playing on a stage. So just that in itself and everything, you know, the lights, everything that comes with it. Uh, can you, definitely can you break that, that down, Jordan? Because that's a unique, like, unless you're in the building, it, it's hard right. to really have a feel for, you know, it's like, 50 anywhere from 50 to 70,000 people the court is not normal it's kind of elevated yeah. right uh, can yeah. you just break that down what that's like uh the locker room is far like this yeah let's break down what that's like just walking in there and it, it being a little bit different environment yeah I mean I, I, can, I can tell you about me pulling up in the bus uh it's like the little underground like tarmac area and then walking into the stadium like you said the locker room is you know, it's a football stadium, so everything's kind of – everything's bigger and everything's just, like, 
you know, kind of just more uh, like the magnitude of everything is just so, so large. So, you know, you walk into the locker room, you know, you're probably walking for three to five minutes. You just get to the locker room, you get to the locker room, you see, you know, just the final four, you see all different players, you see all different coaches there. Uh, you see the fans, you know, in a line trying to get in. Uh, and then you walk out uh, onto the, you know, into the arena and you try to look around and see like people's faces, but there's just so many people that honestly you can't see anybody's face. Like they bring in, you know, different stands on like in front of the actual football stands. Uh, and then the court, like you said, it's on, they call it the big stage because this court, honestly, is literally on a stage, like it's elevated off the ground. Um, so I think when people think of like the highest level, highest stage of basketball, I would say the final four is definitely, you know, that what that is. Like you can't go there, you can't hear anything. You know, the crowds, you know, like you said, 50, 60, 70,000 people uh, yelling the whole entire game. <laughs> Just like, it feels like the whole world, I honestly feel like the whole world is watching, you know, you play in that moment. And that's just something that, you know, is definitely tough to describe, but experiencing it is life-changing. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So you go through, uh, you go through high school, you make your decision uh, whether the, to play basketball, come to Villanova, um, you know, have an eventful uh, freshman year, ends up with the team being in the final four. Uh, um, and then, you know, coming into this season as a sophomore, um, what was your, your mindset um, and what were you trying to get better at coming into this year? Uh, I think coming up of last year, obviously, you know, my knee and getting healthy and rehabbing for my knee was obviously the main focus, you know, in the off season, uh, trying to get healthy, you know, talking with Shaq and, you know, Dan and uh, making sure that I'll be ready for the season. Then having some nagging injuries in the off season, you know, playing and then not playing and then, uh, sitting out and coming back. Uh, so I think for me, the biggest spot where I felt like I had to step up was obviously uh, just, I think, in leadership. Uh, I mean, last year losing Colin, losing Justin, I mean, losing Jermaine, and then knowing Justin, we won't have Justin for the first part of the year. Um, being a guy who got spot minutes last year, kind of came on towards the end of the season, but knowing that, you know, there'd be a vastly different role for me the next year as a sophomore. Um something that you know I had to wrestle with mentally but something that I knew okay I'm already a quiet guy I'm already more of a laid-back guy but I kind of have to get out of my comfort zone you know and try to be a leader I know I wouldn't be perfect and I knew I wouldn't uh you know be perfect at the beginning but I still feel like you know that leadership part you know being able to be a guy that has experience on the court as far as freshman year and then coming in and leading guys who maybe didn't play last year who will have to you know help us out this year or something that I definitely tried to improve on from last year. And then of course, uh, making sure I'm staying healthy for the whole year and trying to uh, put myself in the best position to, you know, contribute to the team uh, where I'm asked. That's awesome, man. Great mindset. That's a great mindset. Um, last last question here. Uh, who is your favorite athlete of all time? And it could be, it could be any sport because you know, you're a two sport guy. So who's your favorite athlete of, of all time? And why? Uh, my, uh, my favorite athlete of all time. Uh, I always – well, Cam Newton is my favorite athlete of all time. Uh, the reason why, uh, when he – he was at Auburn in college, uh, I think I was in middle – I was, like, in middle school, he's sixth or seventh grade. 
Um, I just remember the first time watching him play. And everybody, I was kind of like, I wasn't built like him, but, you know, I was a taller kid at the time. I was, you know, an African-American quarterback. Uh, and I didn't see many African-American quarterbacks in college at that time. Uh, and he was the way he was dominating, you know, the game at that time is something that I just looked up to. Uh, and even watching him, you know, when he finally got into the NFL with the Panthers, I just, just followed him and just always looked up to him. Um, even though now I play basketball, I still like his just tenacity and passion for football has always kind of been something that I can admire and look up to. So definitely Cam Newton's been my favorite athlete for uh, for a long time now, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Coach, time for our break here. Uh, we've had a great visit here with Jordan. Uh, Jordan, thank you for uh, joining us on uh, the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate you, man. And our coach, I was sure. Appreciate you guys. Take care. We'll break here. You're listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Back after this. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Let's hear it for $10 in bonus points. Right now, Villanova fans can get a $10 points bonus just for joining the Exxon Mobil Rewards Plus team. Visit emrewards.com or download the app and use the code WILDCATS10 to get a $10 reward. Then keep earning rewards automatically every time you fill up or buy snacks in store. Let's hear it for scoring big. KJ White Incorporated, the single source, multi-trade contractor for your next construction project. Since 1920, JJ White Incorporated has been constructing with knowledge and providing service with integrity and safety. From heavy industrial to commercial projects, JJ White does it all. With six regional offices and headquarters in Philadelphia, you can count on excellent construction service and quality. JJ White Incorporated, your single source, multi-trade contractor. 215-722-1000 and online at jjwhiteinc.com. Are you looking for something imprinted or embroidered? If so, let Campus Clothes help you get the look. Whether your team is in the corporate office or on the athletic field, Campus Clothes can supply your team with all its needs. Choose from a wide variety of t-shirts, uniforms, fleeces, polo shirts, and jackets. Visit us on the web at campusclothes.com. That's K-A-M-P-U-S-K-L-O-T-H-E-S.com. Or give us a call at 215-357-0892. You may not play well, but you will always look good. Campus Clothes, a proud sponsor of Villanova Athletics. Get the look. Key Bank has consistently been a top small business lender for decades. In 2021, Key ranked in the nation's top 10 for SBA loan volume and more than doubled loans made to individual small businesses. In fact, Key Bank supports small businesses right here in Philadelphia. Whether you're thinking of starting a small business or you're a small business looking to grow, Key Bank's team of lenders and regional specialists is here to guide you through the lending process. Learn more at key.com Philadelphia. All loans are subject to credit approval. Member FDIC. And we're back talking Villanova basketball presented by Hartford Funds with Coach Kyle Neptune. And Coach, it's time for our second guest of this show. My man, uh, the shooter, all right, Brendan Housen. Like, what's up, B? How you doing, man? Good, man. Just, you know, enjoying the day. The day off. 
not very many of those, but I'm all good, excited. Uh, season's rolling and we're looking good, so I'm excited. All right, you're you're the you're probably uh, I guess on our team right now. Um, we got a lot of local guys. You're you've come you you have the farthest journey uh, to Villanova. Uh, can you talk a little bit about where you're from? Um, yeah, so I'm from Amarillo, Texas. Um, that is the panhandle of Texas, the very top. Um, it's, it's very far west, and it's really windy up there. Um, lots of farmland. Lots of open fields, um, and football is king. However, basketball is on the come up out there. Um, but it, all in all, it's a great place. Um, I'm blessed to call it home, blessed to, you know, have all my family out there and, and such a great place to go back to and a great community. So that's a little bit about West Texas and Amarillo. Um, it's home for sure. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Can you just talk about uh, the basketball Amarillo and the – uh, just the, the basketball scene down there? What, what is it like? Yeah, so um, in town, uh, my high school, Emerald High School, has been, you know, one of the superior panhandle. Um, very good culture, very good tradition. Um, and then we have, you know, three other high schools in town and, and a few others that surround, and it's really, really competitive. Um, everyone's always out to get everyone every year, you know, you know. Um, Every game's a rivalry game. Uh, it's always going to be packed. And the basketball is definitely on the come up. We've had some talented teams at Emerald High, some talented teams across, you know, across town. Um, so it's a very competitive scene. Just recently, uh, Lubbock, Texas, which is about ourselves, we obviously had Jared Culver. Um, he was, like, one of the first guys from, you know, West Texas to go to the NBA in a while. So that was a big deal. So basketball is definitely on the rise, and it's gaining, you know, some popularity. So it's exciting. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So you, uh, so you play high school in uh, in Texas and um, have an outstanding career. End up at Villanova. Um, can you talk to us just about your first uh, first week on campus? What that was like? Man, uh, definitely it was exciting, um, but very very different for sure. I mean, I'm coming from a place that's pretty rural. Um, you know small town and you know everybody and now here here I am uh 18 year old kid stepping out into the world and I don't know I don't know anyone besides the few guys that I'm with and um the scenery is different you know there's trees everywhere and and more people everywhere and um being from West Texas it's it's a whole different vibe but um honestly I, I can't complain it's been unbelievable I've met some great people um it's been great great uh, playing with these guys and just kind of you know seeing a different part of the world that you know I wouldn't really get to see if it weren't for this opportunity so it's been unreal that's amazing man uh so let me ask you a question are you ready for uh, a northeast winter like what, what's the what's what's winter like uh, for you normally in Texas? right right now it's currently colder than it is right now right now in the northeast so back home it's snowing right now no way Texas is getting the snow yeah it's cold where I'm from not many people understand how far north Amarillo really is and it's kind of you know, it, it has all four seasons and it's closer to the mountains than people think. So it, it gets really, really cold up there and it's really, really windy. So the north wind blows and it is freezing. Wow. So this is actually yeah. you're getting some tropical weather up here, huh? Yeah, no, this is this is nice for sure. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Right, so let's, let's get back to freshman year. Uh, you, uh, I'm sorry, the first week you're on campus. Um, just talk to me about your first workout with Coach Shaq. 
Man, um, it was it was a killer for sure. Uh, it's something you can't really prepare for. Um, back back home, I lifted weights and I had a good foundation. Um, we had a great at the high school, uh, but you know it's just different. It's a new it's a whole new level, uh, a whole new strength plan. So I was definitely you know for the first few weeks very very sore. Um, it was it was tough. It was a big time adjustment though. Can you just talk about, like, just explain to someone who, who is maybe in high school um, and thinks they're working hard, and then, like, what, what's the difference going into college, and what is the, the, the band like in college just on your body that uh, is, is different? Well, first, obviously, it's going to be more physical, um, just older guys. So the recovery is just as important as, as what you're doing. Um, You've got to. You've also got to sleep and make sure your body has that time to recover. You got to watch what you're eating, um, but the workout load is definitely going to be more. Um, you're going to be trying to gain weight so you can bump with these bigger guys and hold your own. Obviously, that's something that I've had to really, really work at and, and strive to be better at every single day. So, I would definitely say the physicality and just the the time that it takes. It doesn't just happen. You've really got to consistently come every single day and put in that word. I agree, man. I definitely agree. Um, well, I, I would say um, amongst many things, one of uh, the things I think um, you're known for is being a great shooter. Who who taught you how to shoot? Um, and, you know, how did that evolve? Um, honestly, the story is it kind of goes back to me when I was in diapers. I would sit around. <laughs> we had a little tight stall in my living room. I was in diapers and I had all these different kinds of basketballs, footballs, bouncy balls, and I would line them up like a little arc, like a little three-point line. And my dad would just sit me down and I would just shoot for hours, hours and hours. So my dad, I would say, definitely taught me, but my mom, not many people know my mom was a, a division one basketball player at the University of Texas and she was a baller. So my mom has a lot to do with it as well. Um, you know, my dad also had me sitting down teaching me how to push pass because the follow the shot when you're young mm -hmm. you, so you teach me how to hold my form throwing a push pass so I would say it's a little bit of both but you know my dad I was always around the game with him coaching and my mom as well because she coached but I was always traveling with my dad getting to be around older people seeing the game so I would definitely say say both my parents but my dad for sure so are you the best shooter in the family I know your your mom's a, a baller dad's a baller and then you got brothers that plays a as brother. well where, um, I'm gonna you in the, in the hierarchy of the of I'm, the Hopkins. Where 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 are you? I'm gonna have to claim the best shooter in the family. However, he is working his butt off and he's doing very very well. And he can shoot that ball and he's got a little bit on me because he's six seven. So he got the height and the and a little more taller side of the jeans. But he's gonna be really really special. And I'm excited to see him play. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we have uh, at Villanova. We have our our Nova 100. Um, and you know, it's something we've done for, for a long, long, long time. Um, you know, and I, I would say, and it, what it is it essentially is just, you know, we'd shoot a hundred threes, a couple different threes. Um, and can you share with us, uh, and I would say normally that the average is normally anywhere from, you know, 75 to 85. If you're really good, you get to a 90. Um, can you just share with us like where you are? Uh, like every day when you shoot your 100? Yeah, so for me, I consider anything below a 90 a bad day. And 
I get mad sometimes when I'm at like 92, 93. I always aim for that 95 to my best is a 98 out of 100. And that's, whoa, you know, I mean, that's you hard to beat. You just told me I 97. Got, no, I, I ended up getting 98 the other day. You I never told me that. Told you. Yes, I did. You said I you got 97. I followed it up with a 98. Well, you didn't tell me about the 98. You I told me about the 97. Yeah, I ended up getting a 98. So that Whoa. was right. that was exciting. So, I mean, now that I've seen myself do that, I know, like, I'm capable. If I focus every single day, take every rep seriously, you know, anything below a 90, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be too happy with <laughs> That's awesome. So, like, just your thought process. And, I, you know, like, I think one thing um, that's very obvious about you is that your work ethic um, where, where did you get that from? And one thing I wanted to share, like I was in the office, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm an office guy. I like, I like being in the office. It's hard for me to do work when I go home. So, um, I, I stay in the office to finish work and I, I went down and kind of, I just, it was pretty late. I, it might've, might've been like two or 3 AM and I was shooting a couple of free throws and I had to use the bathroom. I was like, ah, right, let me just, I normally don't go in the locker room. Um, just cause I feel like it's a safe space for you guys. And I go in there and you're in there sleep. I'm like, it's like three or 4 a.m. And you were in there. Like, yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. Uh, I didn't I didn't really know what to take. But I was like, wait, is he, is he locked out his dorm? Like, what, what's happening here? We, like, why, why were you in there at that time? You know, because I think we had an early, early morning practice. Um, I think it was maybe a 5 a.m. workout. And, you know, I wanted to be the I wanted to be the first one there. Um I wanted to, you know, get a certain amount of shots made before. And I would do this throughout the summer. Every time we had an early practice, I, I always loved getting work in oh, So you slept practice. in the practice? You slept in the uh, locker room? So I slept, yeah, I slept a lot of the times. And, you know, I think Coach Coach G found out about it and wasn't too happy. He told me I need to make sure I'm sleeping in my bed, getting a good night's rest. But I would always try to get some work done early before those early morning practices. So, you know, I, it was something I did even in high school, whenever we had, Early, early morning practices, I would get there hours before and be in the dark, stay hours after games. Um, you know, I just made I made that decision probably in middle school when I, I knew I wanted to take this game seriously. Um, my parents did a great job of instilling hard work in me, just not in just basketball, but throughout life. Um, but I, I finally made a decision around probably seventh grade. that like, This is what I want to do. And Kobe Bryant, you know, was my favorite basketball player. Um, and I studied him over and over. And I was like, well – if he can do this, like, and this is where he's gotten them, you know, let me try this. And so ever since then, it's just been like, I'm not the most athletic. I'm not the tallest, fastest by any means, but this is something that God's given me. And, you know, I'm going to work, I'm going to work every single day at this and, and just see where, see where it can get me. And so, so far it's, it's paying off and I have no regrets um, as far as how much work I put in. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, and now we, like we get through, First couple of practices, um, you know, we, we've we've had a couple of games now. Can you talk to talk to everyone about what it was like going out there for the first time, putting a Villanova uniform on, and um, and competing for the first time? So I'm gonna share a little story. I think the blue and white scrimmage for me, you know, that was just surreal. That alone, running out in front of, you know, it wasn't packed, but there were still people for the first time, you know, being on the court. And right before I ran out, my dad was right there at the tunnel and I, I had seen him and I, I got to give him a hug and that's you know goes back to everything we've been through and you know like my dad is you know, ultimately everything everything to me and so just getting to hug him right before I ran out on the floor like got me a little teary-eyed like man this is really time and so that was that was really cool 
And so, you know, going out for the first time in the game and this place is just packed and it's something like you've only dreamed of since you were a kid. And so it was unbelievable. And these first few games have been unbelievable. And I'm just excited for the future. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, B, man, really appreciate you jumping on. You were awesome. Um, can't wait to see. Uh, ha- can't wait to be a part of your development as you grow here. Um, you're going to be awesome here, man. Yes, sir. Really Thank you, Coach. Everyone here really appreciates you, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. All right, brother. All right. I'll see you, Coach. We thank Brandon House and our guests. We'll be back for the final segment of the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast with Coach Kyle Neptune, presented by Hartford Funds after this. There are many ways to say Miller Lite has more taste and only one more calorie than Michelob Ultra. You could say it with your show choir buddies at your high school reunion. Miller Lite has more taste and only one more calorie than Michelob Ultra. However you say it, it's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Beer for 12 full ounces. Miller Lite, 96 calories, 3.2 carbs. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 carbs. Taste test performed by Institute for Perception, February 2018. It's tip-off time in Philadelphia, and that means big wins, slam dunks, and chasing the tournament championship. As the exclusive physical therapy provider to the Wildcats, the experts at NovaCare Rehabilitation want to keep you healthy all season long. Are you feeling aches and pains and not sure if physical therapy will help? NovaCare offers complimentary consultations where you can discover if care is right for you. With over 150 convenient locations, go to NovaCare.com to schedule your consultation today. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy. For over 25 years, Villanova University has partnered with one of the Delaware Valley's premier office solutions companies. The XSE Group has been providing area businesses Xerox's number one line of digital copiers and printers and has set the standard for office technology. When you think Villanova basketball, you think tradition, determination, and a commitment to excellence. These same qualities are the backbone of XSE's Go Service programs. When you're ready to purchase Xerox copiers and printers, think XSE. For more details, visit xsegoservice.com. As the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Wildcats, the therapists at NovaCare Rehabilitation are ready for a great season. When it comes to treating your aches, pains, and injuries, be sure to make the right call. With more than 150 convenient locations throughout the Delaware Valley and South Jersey, trust in the experts and choose NovaCare to help get you back to what you love. Go to NovaCare.com to schedule an appointment near you. NovaCare, experience the power of physical therapy. It's time now for Geico Inside the Wildcats. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And coach, we just had uh, two terrific conversations with two of the younger Wildcats. Uh, just let's get an update on uh, on their progress. Uh, we'll start with Brendan Housen, uh, made a big contribution to the win over Delaware State in November. Um, so just where do you see Brendan at so early in his career at Villanova? Um, I mean, Brendan is a, a really unique player. Um, you know, his his intelligence level, um, his, his discipline, um, is, is, is through off the charts and, but still very second to him being, um, you know, I think everyone around here would agree who's been around him and seen him the, the best shooter, pretty much arguably the best shooter I've ever seen, um, live. Um, you know, and I, I think that for him, you know, getting that opportunity to get out there, get some minutes and, um, ha- and see some success um, w- was big for him and it was big for our team as well. And Jordan Longino, uh, he too has had some big contributions early in the season. Second year in the program, has a little bit of that experience with him, but he's still learning a lot himself, isn't he? 
Yeah, young guy. Uh, you know, he's a, another another really highly talented player. Uh, you know, with his size, and it, it seems like he's grown. Uh, you know, obviously, I was away for a year, and I, I remember being eye to eye with him when I left, and not the same now. He's a, <laughs> maybe an inch or, or two taller than me now. Um, you know, and you know, his development over this this last year has has been outstanding, um, and what he brings to the court uh, with his. Uh, first intelligence, competitiveness, um, then his skill set, where he can shoot the ball all on off the catch, off the dribble, and make decisions. Um, you know, he's a he's a formidable threat out there. Um, you know, and we're we're excited for for him as as we move forward. This has been Geico inside the Wildcats. Geico fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. And coach, that brings us to the end of another. Uh, engaging episode of uh talking villanova basketball podcast uh and uh we're ready to go for next time good show thanks mike can't wait till next time this was amazing on behalf of coach kyle neptune i'm mike sheridan thanks for listening you've been listening to the talking villanova basketball podcast presented by hartford funds